This episode of the Boss Horse Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash Media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode called Boss Rush Extra with Boss Rush Media. I'm your host, Celeste Roberts, and today's interview slash update episode is a, it's a little unique. We're catching up with Corey Dierig, co-founder of All Things Boss Rush. He'd like to take this opportunity to share his goals for content and how he's feeling about his content creation journey. So this is, this is a little unique because... I usually reach out to people to interview them, but Corey reached out to me. We, we talk almost daily, so it could have been about anything, but he wanted to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do talk a lot. Uh, it's <laughs> it, it, it's mostly about, you know, a, a lot of the boss rush stuff. And I just, you know, you, you can only do so much through like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or Discord to update people. And, you know, sometimes people miss messages or the way Twitter works now is like they don't really show people who aren't verified unless you really want to, you know, get in there. Right. But, um, you know, I just thought that as part of our new kind of Boss Rush Presents initiative, right, that the first Boss Rush Extra should be about boss rush and expanding and what we're doing and what boss rush presents is right because everybody's favorite shows are one v one and talk the walk i we all know that and so we're kind of trying to capitalize on the success of those shows by adding you know a boss rush extra or boss rush book club is another thing we're adding which we'll talk about later and I also want to do more within the Boss Rush podcast space, you know, and Nintendo Power Block is like, you know, I guess we'll get into all that. But like Nintendo Power Block is kind of self-serving at this point. It's really self-reliant. It's really easy to manage and stuff. Right. And I really want to grow the Boss Rush podcast and Boss Rush presents this year. And that's that's my goal for 2023 is to kind of grow that side of things. So that's why we're here sort of. <laughs> so if, if this is the first time someone's listening to anything related to boss rush, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Corey? I mean, you're the co-founder of this, I don't know, enterprise endeavor, which word is more appropriate? Um, this, um, dumpster fire that's speeding down the highway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, Boss Rush was kind of born out of another project that I was doing. Um, there, There's some After Dark episodes about that. There's some early Boss Rush episodes about that. Um, but basically, like, the old group I was a part of kind of fell apart. And Ed and I and Jesse at the time really wanted to keep hanging out and talking and stuff, right? And um, we came up with boss rush it wasn't called boss rush at the time but we you know we wanted to keep doing a podcast and we had actually canceled nintendo power block and arsenal x at the time and kind of morphed them into one show 
called the NX Show because we didn't really know what to call it. We wanted to talk about Nintendo and Xbox and seem and you know for Nintendo fans out there, everybody knows that the Switch was called Project NX before it became the Switch. So we just thought it was like this cool thing, and it wasn't. But whatever. Um, you grow, you learn, whatever. <coughs> and then you know it just kind of grew from there. You know we had we've had a bunch of different people before. Before the cast that's here today, right? That's been pretty consistent over the last two years, I would say. We've had people in and out. We've had people go on to do other things, bigger things, other things, uh, not game-related things, right? But overall, for the last two years, the cast has been pretty consistent. Um, and so, you know, we kind of grew it from there. We brought back Nintendo Power Block because people wanted Nintendo Power Block back. And of course, that's gone through a couple iterations since Boss Rush has been around too, right? Um, Ed took over hosting, and then um, me and him kind of restructured it after some people decided they couldn't do it anymore. And uh, Boss Rush Podcast has been kind of a staple. And it it's it's weird because like, as long as Boss Rush Podcast and Power Block have been around, it still feels like we're trying to we're still trying to nail down an identity for Boss Rush, you know, and not that it doesn't have an identity, but like sometimes I wonder why and this thought goes through my head probably like three times a day. Why does the Boss Rush Podcast exist when we have Power Block? Or why does Nintendo Power Block exist when we have the Boss Rush Podcast? Why don't we just focus on one vertical and make it strong? And the, the fact of the matter is, is like both verticals are strong. And the 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 thing is, is splitting time between all these verticals has kind of, at least me in particular, has made me feel like I'm not focusing on one thing. I'm spreading it out between five different things. And therefore like things are getting the attention they deserve. So that was like the one thing for 2023 was I want to make sure that I focus on the brand and the podcast, the boss Rush podcast and give it its kind of attention that it deserves, you know? And so that's kind of the goal. Um, and yeah, I mean, people that are involved it's just it's grown i mean you were the first one out of many who decided to stick around stick around for a, a little bit um two and you know, a half years Corey. i know why you run um oh it you you and Laron were kind of like the first right and then we brought on a bunch of other people expanded into different podcasts and now it is what it is. Some, some shows were successful. Some shows were canceled, you know, some ideas were kind of put on ice, but overall, I think, I think we finally found the, the right foundation to build off of, you know, with, with two kind of verticals going forward and sure one day, you know, we'll bring back Arsenal X if we find an audience and find a, a team that is really passionate about Xbox. And standard definition is still something that I toss around in my head that I really want to bring back someday if we, you know, grow on Patreon and have 
have the time really to do it. It also is another thing, right? Time is so limited, especially, especially for, for me, you know, I really can't start anything until like eight 30 at night. And even then it's like, well, do I work on boss or stuff? Do I record something? Do I, you know, hang out with my wife for until she goes to bed and then start something, you know, it's, it's like really this very terrible snowball of trying to manage time. And there's just not enough time to do it all. And so this year it's all about focusing on the stuff that selfishly and unselfishly for me, like focusing on the things that I want to do and grow and think that we can be good at while others take ownership of their content. You know, we've talked about, you know, you want to edit your interviews. And so we're going to kind of go over that at some point. I'm trying to uh, talk Ed through some things about really owning the Nintendo vertical of Boss Rush. And then, you know, I kind of take on the Boss Rush podcast and Boss Rush presents vertical and really grow this brand because this brand is important to a lot of people that are involved, you know, maybe not, maybe not some of the podcasts or maybe not some of the videos or some of the features or writing like, but everybody, a part of this is important to a lot of people. And so I want the parts that are important to people to grow the way that they want them to. And um, that's kind of the focus this year going forward. That's awesome. If you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Media, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. What kind of feedback have you received about any of the Boss Rush shows or, or the writing, the website, since I guess it's become what it's expanded to? Um, I mean, I think a lot of the feedback kind of comes from uh, we are doing a lot, you know, and we've really cut back. We've actually cut three shows out of our podcast kind of collection you know, Standard Def, Arsenal X, and um, what was the other show? We, we cut something else out that was just like, we had so much going on that it was so hard to keep track of. I mean, and then now I'm, I'm working on a lot of the organizational stuff, like scheduling and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, the five things that we have going on now is really hard to keep track of, let alone eight or nine things. Because when I first started, this right before my kids were born like this before boss rush even like i was like okay and this was part of my the problem with my old group too is like i just we were just doing too much and i was trying to do it all and it just failed but i was like we should have like one thing going out every day and then we should have like two things going out every day whether it's a video or a podcast or a let's play or something or a stream and we tried to keep that up and we did it for three years with my old group and then you know, other things happen. And, and now with Boss Rush, I kind of did the same thing, but then I've had enough people 
come to me and kind of wrangle me, <laughs> wrangle me in for idea with the ideas and stuff. Cause like, it's hard when you're a creative person, it's hard not to like, at least try to do things, you know, or try to fill, fill all your ideas with, with something right in, you know, I, the, the, the problem comes down to time and, uh, just having the, having the, the will to just say, no, we're going to put this over here. We're going to put it to the side. It's an idea. Maybe we'll revisit it. And you know, that's what standard definition was, right? It was an idea. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. A, a retro nostalgia podcast is a great idea, but we don't have the time and we don't have the right, you know, scheduling. And I think we went about it the wrong way. And so we're kind of setting it off to the side and we will revisit it when the time is right. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the difference between Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network? I, I know that Boss Rush in general has yeah. undergone so many changes. Yeah, and th that's the other thing I've been focusing on this year, too, is, like, branding is super important. And, you know, between Boss Rush Podcasts and Boss Rush Games and Boss Rush Network and Boss Rush Media, there's a lot there's kind of a lot to keep track of, but I've really tried to simple it and simplify it down into like an umbrella kind of structure. Boss Rush Media is the company. Our company is Boss Rush Media LLC, and it is the umbrella for all of the content that you see on BossRush.net, on our YouTube channel, on our live streams, you know, even BossRushMedia.com. You'll see everything that we do our discord uh and we've kind of separated it into two platforms boss rush games and boss rush network <coughs> so boss rush games is our in-house content creation products boss rush podcast nintendo power block boss rush presents expansion pass after dark and then you know the podcast that we've kind of set aside you know we have a leadership uh discord that we're all in all the all the people that are in the leadership discord are part of boss rush media's business side of things boss rush network is our highly motivated highly talented community of creators who want to create things and present things that they do whether it's on their own youtube channel whether it's through bossrush.net through news articles or features or reviews because our whole motto, once we started expanding, was to encourage other creators to do things that they love, whether they're, you know, wily veterans of writing and video reviews or just starting out and they want to try to do something, right? Because everybody needs a little push to do something sometimes, you know, it's, it's just part of the process, you know? There's a lot of things I wish I, I would have had someone say, hey, we'll give you some time to do something. Just try it. You know, just just try it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> that's how I got my most recent job because my wife told me just just apply. And then I got it. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, because I, I thought, I, yeah, I just thought I was really underqualified for it and everything. But like, you know, when we 
started Boss Rush Games, we decided to start Boss Rush Network and have a network of creatives who wanted to do things. And so we really encourage that. And obviously, David and Stephanie have really built the website and, you know, the other copy editors and writers and everything have really built bossrush.net into a site that people visit, you know, for things. And it's really cool. And I'm really proud of the entire team over there, even though I don't get to contribute as much as I would really love to. Right. It's, it's cool to see that this little idea spawned this creative team that's doing cool things. And, you know, that's that's kind of the difference between Boss Rush Games and Boss Rush Network is, you know, really just the in-house team versus our community that's creating things with us and for us and all these other things. That is awesome. What what for you? I know it's not on the list of questions, so I'm throwing you a curveball. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, behind the curtain, I do send people I interview or talk to a list of talking points and questions, but... What would you say is the most rewarding aspect of this whole endeavor? Um, the most rewarding thing? I mean... Makes you happy. Makes you happy to jump out of bed in the morning and say, I get to work on this. I get to be a part of this. I think just, honestly, the, the friends that I've made over the course of the last, I don't know, even before Boss Rush, like seven or eight years, nine years I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And... You know, because I, I started doing, I started making content in 2015. Well, really, tw- like, uh, 2014, like winter of 2014 is when I really, I guess you would say I started. But, you know, I've met so many people. I, I've met so many people and all of my friends are just, are online now. Like they're a Skype call away or a Discord call or a Zencaster link away, you know, and. I can't, I can't really say that I'm close to any of my real life friends the way I am with, you know, someone, someone like Ed, right? Like we've been doing stuff together for eight years at this point. I don't know if I have another friend that's as good, as good of a friend as he is. And we've only met each other in real life once, you know, and all my other friends I've never met in real life. And it's weird, but it's cool that the internet allows us to do that. Um, and finding like-minded people and other people who kind of want the same things that you do is like, that's a really cool thing that the internet has allowed us to do. And I don't know. I, I don't think I would be anywhere close to the type of person I am conversationally, mentally. I don't know. Just, you know, this this thing has made me a better person in a lot of ways and i think that's what i appreciate the most out of it the people the community the connections the relationships for sure yeah i know i get i think i've told you before and other people in boss rush sometimes i'm sad that i can't just snap my fingers or reach out to y'all and say hey who wants to get together for dinner or go to get some coffee or check out these retro game stores. And it gets, it's a little sad sometimes, but I do feel very close to a lot of online friends. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would really like to do some sort of boss rush meetup at some point. Um, I know a lot of people are going to PAX cause 
I mean, Boss Rush got approved for PAX media stuff, and that was really exciting. I don't know if I'll be able to go. I, I'm probably not going to be able to go because of a multitude of things. But, you know, I think that's really cool that we have that opportunity now to do stuff like that also. Um, you know, we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but that's the one thing, too, right, is, like, we can't just all go hang out on the weekend one day one weekend and be like well let's go you know see a movie or or go get dinner or hang out or something you know and it's that's kind of the one downside but i mean you know that's that's what it is i guess i know it it would be cool though to say hey who wants to have a just dance party oh no <laughs> or an in-person mario kart or mario party night yeah i mean that would be cool too or Destiny. I don't play Destiny, but an in-person... Des- Can you do Destiny in person? Or is it more yeah. online? Yeah, everybody has to bring their stuff, but yeah. <laughs> you know? Have you been playing a lot of Destiny, by the way? Um, Yeah, I've been kind of... So I've been kind of taking a little bit of a... I wouldn't say a long break, because I, I still have my Friday night crew that I play with. Um, But I haven't been playing as much because... I, I got so burned out last season uh, for, you know, quick overview of Destiny. Every year is divided into four seasons, and uh, we're on the fourth season of the year before the major expansion comes out at the end of February. Uh, but last season, I got kind of burned out that this season I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'll play with my friends when they get on, but I'm not, like, doing the midnight grind for anything, you know. So... Uh, but uh, that destiny kick's going to start up at the end of February again, and it's going to be a uh, March is going to be busy for me. <laughs> so, are you also following any kind of sports right now in real life? Yeah, I mean, while well, the Browns are over, thank God, that was a <laughs> train wreck of a season. Um, but the Cavs, the so I live in the Cleveland area, and so I'm pretty big Cleveland sports fan. So the Cavs are doing very well right now. And that's exciting, except I can't watch it because the Cavs local TV station is not on Hulu. So I only get to watch the nationally televised games, which is like 20 out of the 86 games. Gross. That's That's fine. It's okay. That's annoying. That's annoying though. It is, but you know, Again, I'm not paying. I'm not paying thirty dollars a month for Bally Sports so I can watch the Cavs twice a week. You know, <laughs> I don't need another subscription. I'm trying to get no. rid of some of them. No, I understand. There's just so much. I know it's too much. There's too much. There's too much content out there. You know, there's there's, and it's it's it's, it's got to be great to or or worth your time and money at this point and. I love the calves, but you're not worth $30 a month, especially when, you know, we're trying to like save money and buy a house and all these other things. It's just, no, fast. It's expensive. Games coming out. <laughs> what games are you looking forward to in 2023? Oh, man. Uh, so, well, Fire Emblem, first of all, came out. It's very good. Um, very excited for Hogwarts Legacy. I know the internet's probably going to cancel me now, but I don't care. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy looks awesome. Star Wars looks, uh, Jedi Survivor looks awesome. And then obviously Zelda is the big one. 
Tears of the Kingdom is going to be it's going to take over my life for probably a month or two. Very excited for that. Um, but that's, I mean, that's kind of it. De- and Destiny, I'm always a fan of Destiny. But uh, Pikmin 4 is supposed to come out this year too, which I really love that series. I hope they kind of revert back to Pikmin 1 instead of, I, I liked Pikmin 3, but they gave you three protagonists and you had to split all the Pikmin up between between the three protagonists and it just kind of got over complicated mm. and I didn't I didn't really want that so I I think I rented Pikmin back in the day for GameCube but I didn't get very far in it I beat it in one sitting I remember getting Pikmin um and there was a snow day and I sat down I bought the game in the player's guide and I beat it in one sitting and it took me like all day but it was awesome Oh, wow. It must be an awesome game. I haven't... I'll have to give it a chance. It is. Pikmin, Pikmin 1 is really one of the most underrated games of all time. It is a top 10 game of all time for me. Wow. Yeah. Do you, know, do you have a, the other nine off the top of your head? I mean, I could probably come up with a list. Uh, I mean, Destiny... De- no particular order, I guess. You know, Breath of the Wild, Destiny 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a top 10 game for me. Um, Mario 3, Turtles in Time, Final Fantasy 10, Kingdom Hearts 2, um, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag is a top 10 for me. Um... Super Mario 3D World is a top 10. So how many is that? Eight? Well, I enough, lost I count. <laughs> that's good enough. But yeah, I, I, I really... Pikmin is just an underrated gem. I think people should just play Pikmin. Just forever. I think there's a little mobile game, right? Yeah. If you want to call it that, it's a mobile game. Sure. Um, I haven't played it. I don't... It's 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 basically kind of like Pokemon Go, but with Pikmin, and you kind of use your Pikmin to solve fake obstacles in your way, and you mm. pick up more Pikmin to gather to put in your collection. So, I don't know. I I'm surprised it's still going. Honestly, I think it's a Miyamoto side project, like a pet project for him, because he loves Pikmin. So, you know. Wow, so he, I didn't realize he was involved. He created Pikmin? Mm-hmm. Or his son? No, maybe? he. so he created Pikmin because he loves to garden. And he was really tired of a lot of the pesticides in his garden. And so he designed a game around it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, do you like to garden, Corey? No. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Boss Rush Extra, Corey in his garden. Nope. Mm-mm. Good content, though. Maybe one day we'll film me doing a garden. Gardening? <laughs> doing it. Gardening. That's the Gardening, term. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Taking care of a garden. Yeah. Yep. So I think, I think you kind of answered this with the next step in ownership of content where you want people to maybe take over a little bit more. Um what kind of new content is coming down the pipeline? Um, well, I mean, I guess I could answer the ownership of content because I, I, 
I kind of answered it, but there, there's more to that than okay. just, oh, we own the content. No, I, I'm saying like we kind of have these pillars of our content that are important to the brand. And since, you know, I'm, I'm talking like, okay, well, I'm going to really own and push the Boss Rush podcast and Boss Rush Presents vertical, you know, and then me talking to Ed, he's really going to own and put together the, the Nintendo vertical, like Nintendo Power Block expansion pass, any kind of extra stuff through that. And then, you know, I, I just, I feel like when people own the content and make it their own, it becomes a little extra special instead of, you know, not, I, I don't want this to come off as like, rude to anybody i hope it i hope it doesn't but like i've been doing most of it for so long that like i feel like some of the content has kind of lost its kind of oomph for me at least you know and like i feel like if people you know some people just kind of get back behind that's why i think that's why i think the interviews are so good and talk the walk has been so good right is because you put a lot of time and effort into the interviews and prepping the docs and getting people ready and, you know, going through the process with them. And I think that's why one V one does so well, you know, is because you put a lot of time and care and effort into interviewing people. And I want all of our other content to stand out that way. That's why I've created a boss rush podcast doc, you know, where we have to list our topics. We have to, you know, summarize our topics here. Here's what we're talking about today. Questions, you know, we've reformatted the Nintendo Power Block doc. We've kind of got a list of expansion pass topics that we need to hit every month. And, you know, I just, I feel like when, not that we haven't been doing that, but like really sitting down for a half hour and fleshing out the doc before the, the day before the show and making sure everybody has it, making sure everybody's on time. And I just feel like the consistency and the pro I feel like the product will be better and the consistency will be better. And then that will help us grow as, as you know, as we become more consistent and more prepared, that will make the product better. And that'll, overall help us grow you know because at the end of the day we want to grow right we we yes this is a hobby for a lot of people this is you know something that people do for fun but like i feel like over the last year we've really taken the patreon thing seriously and trying to grow from a business aspect as well as a hobby enthusiast aspect so i just I just want people to own the verticals that they're in the way that, you know, you've been owning the interviews really. Oh, I just, I, I study the person and I research and I write up questions. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, that's more than some people do, you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's important to me to know what I'm talking about and know who I'm talking to. And I, I think they appreciate it as well. I think that that's my biggest joy is seeing people get excited about things they're passionate about. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm really passionate about the content creation side of things, which is why, like, not to keep going back to like the the different verticals or anything, but like, 
I'm really passionate about having fun video game discussions with my friends for Boss Rush Podcast. And I want to make sure that we're having good conversations about good topics. I want to make sure, you know, <clears throat> I guess heading into kind of more of what's in the pipeline, talking about Boss Rush Presents is like, we really want to do Boss Rush Book Club this year. Every month we're doing either, you know, spending one or two months on a specific game, right? Our first Boss Rush Book Club is Hogwarts Legacy. We're spending we're spending two Boss Rush Book Clubs on, on Hogwarts Legacy. And that's really exciting because we really get to sit down. Me and Stephanie are kind of hashing out the last few kind of details about that and kind of going to put a panel together and really sit down and talk about this game that's been, you know, whether you think it's right or wrong or whatever, heavily criticized because of who it's associated with or what it's associated with. And playing, I think Avalanche, the studio behind the game, is a very talented studio. Um, They've done, they did Disney Infinity. They were the main developer on Disney Infinity when that was out. And they've done a couple other licensed things. But this is really the first crack at a big triple A experience and to get the Harry Potter license is not something that you know I I, I think over the probably I would say since Batman Arkham Asylum really there's been a, a a tone shift in the way that people feel about licensed games and how companies should treat them and Harry Potter is a license that a lot of people love and from all accounts from people who are previewing it this game is incredible and you know we kind of want to have that experience with people who listen to the show and talk about the controversy and talk about the gameplay and talk about what makes this game good or bad or mediocre or whatever and you know that's something we are really really trying to do this year we're going to do one on zelda we're going to do one on (coughs) um, star wars i think um, obviously if you're a patron, you'll be able to vote on games. We do book clubs on also, which is something that's coming in March. Uh, you'll be able to vote. Um, and then phosphorus extra, which is kind of what we're doing now is, you know, it's just kind of like an extra conversation, you know, whether I have a guest on or if there's an extra interview or if there's an extra something, you know, that's going to fill of spot on Bossers presents. Uh, we thought about doing some sort of retro show, but I think it's just too much all at once. Maybe we'll talk about bringing something like that into the fold at some point. But uh, you know, Bossers the Bossers presents kind of label is something that is very important to me too, especially because of the you know legacy of one v one and talk the walk the last year and a half. It's been you know, those are our most popular shows on YouTube, on podcast feeds. Those are our most popular shows. Those are the shows people want to listen to. And so we want to make sure that those get highlighted in a way that's not just, hey, we're throwing these out when they're ready. You know, obviously, you know, you do the interviews, but if you can't make an interview, we're going to make it work. You know, that, that's we have fill-in shows, we have fill-in topics, stuff like that if uh, something doesn't make it out on time. <coughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I want to focus on that. 
I want to focus on video reviews, which I'm working on too right now, which I'm very excited for. I've, I did a couple way back in the day, but like, it's something I've always wanted to get back to. And, you know, whether anybody watches them or not, I don't, I don't care really, but there's something that I want to try to do this year is a couple video reviews and, uh, try to draw people into the YouTube channel, which would draw people into the podcast, which would draw people into the Patreon. I'm just trying to find all these little, little things that we can do to draw people in and really see what makes boss rush special because it is, you know, to, to me, boss rush is really a special thing. And yeah, once or twice a week, I want to pull my, what's left of my hair out. Right. And, and slam my head on the desk and quit and do whatever. But like, I think behind that is is I just want it to be something people can be proud of and consistent and fun and grow in a way that people appreciate. You know what I think drives people to any kind of community? It's the host. It's the, the people. Um there are shows I listen to where they talk about games, but they might answer questions or they might talk about their personal lives and I join their discord or follow them on Twitter and interact with them. And just how they are as human beings is what matters to me. That That's what draws me to a community. And I think that's a big part of Boss Rush. That's why I'm here. I, I really enjoy what I do. I really enjoy interviewing people, but the people involved enrich my life. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel that way. I feel that way too about a lot of people here. You know, I, I, there's a lot of people here that are important to me. And if boss rush went away in tomorrow, right. People here, I would still keep in touch with, you know, until they decided not to keep in touch with me anymore. Right. I mean, you know, uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think this community and the people involved and everybody that does something here feels a little bit like they own a little piece of this. And that's, that's kind of the goal. Yeah. I mean, technically, yes, technically it's my company because I own the LLC, but that's not the goal here. You know, the goal is to create fun things, to be friends with people and have them, you know, contribute in a way that they feel comfortable with. And, you know, if, if they don't want to contribute, they're always going to be part of the community. You know, that's why our discord, you know, we have 200 people in the discord now and, and, uh, the writing staff is, I think 20 people at least. And I, I just feel like everybody's contributing in their own way or listening in their own way or reading in their own way. And, I don't know. It, it's still kind of, I think because sometimes I'm so nose to the grindstone all the time that I don't see it all the time, you know, and it's just like, got to get this done. Got to get this done. Got to get the schedule. Got to get this out. Got to get this edited. You know, got to talk to Ed about something. Got to talk to Celeste about an interview. Got to talk to Laurent about something. I got to get social media stuff up. But at the end of the day, like, you know, when, when I'm not doing something and I go into the discord and there's, you know, 30 notifications about people talking about 
food or games or TV <laughs> shows or somebody has a question about writing something. And it's just like, man, I still don't believe that all this came out of some dumb idea Ed and I had after, you know, w- what we were doing last kind of fell apart, you know. And, you know, there was there's a lot of like. There's a lot of weird negativity associated with the birth of Boss Rush, you know, and that's something we can talk about on a different episode or do something different, whatever. I I don't really want to get into that part, but like out of that kind of negative birth out of this, because like, you know, I at first I told Ed, I was like, I don't re- I don't want to do this all over again after the last group, you know, but, you know, him and Jesse kind of urged me to at least just do a podcast and so we could hang out, you know, because we all live really far away from each other, but we're all friends. And that was a way we could hang out and talk for an hour and a half or so. And at the end of the day, you know, you look at it six months after a year after a year and a half after, and now we're coming up, I think in this, let's see, in May will be the, going into year four of the boss rush podcast proper um and that's crazy to think about you know it's, it's four just years yeah it's it's crazy to just think about that this this is what happened after just you know let's just one week at a time one episode at a time let's try this let's try this oh that didn't work well this works Oh, well, we have a website. Do people want to write? Oh, this guy is really smart. He should probably lead the writing team because we're not smart. And the website grew. Oh, these people are really good at community managing. Our Discord grew. Oh, you know, Laurent and I are really good at production and our podcast production increased, right? Like, Oh, Ed's really passionate about Nintendo. Maybe he should be the host of Nintendo <laughs> Power Block. And I take a step back from that. And surprise, it grew. And, you know, I think I think the one thing I've learned over the years about being a quote-unquote leader of the group is, like, really positioning people where they can succeed and help us succeed. Because I know I'm not good at specific things, but I the one thing I know I'm good at is telling what people are good at you know, and putting people in the right position so we can all succeed, I think is something that I haven't done a lot of things well, but that's, that's the one thing I can point out and say, that's, I did something there. Can I share something that I tell you all the time, Corey? (sighs) Nope. Please. Sure. (laughs) You're too hard on yourself. I, I am, but I think, I think all creatives are hard on themselves. You know, I, I, I stay up late working on this stuff, trying to make sure everything's right, edited. And, uh, you know, I, I got, I, so side tangent, I guess, but it involves this. So, um, you know, I said there was, a, there was a big controversy a couple, maybe last year, two years ago, I don't know, about crunch culture and video games and, and crunch culture and, negative crunch versus you know four-day work weeks or three-day work weeks and whatever and 
you know, I have a very different opinion from a lot of people on that, um, especially as a creative. And I think if I wasn't trying to like save everybody's emotional state that I would probably be a terrible leader. But like when you're a creative, sometimes your best creativity comes at like 10 o'clock at night and you like you, if you don't do it, then you got to do it. And sometimes I don't think anything great creatively comes from a nine to five job or an eight to four job or whatever. Right. I think you are creative when you're creative and you will spend any amount of time, especially if it's your own thing, you will spend any amount of time perfecting it and tweaking it. And, you know, I, I, again, with the tweaking and stuff, like, I think that's why the boss rush podcast hasn't grown as much as I would have liked it to at this point. Uh, not that our numbers are bad or anything. I just, you know, I keep tweaking the format. I keep, changing things do we make it longer do we make it shorter do we do news do we not do news do we do topical news do we do random news and and i think tweaking it and really didn't do that show a great service but tweaking nintendo power block to what it is now did it a great service you know and so that's i I know kind of off topic now but like i think as a creative you know, you do what you can, when you can, however long it takes you, even if it means sacrificing certain things, you know, I've sacrificed time with my family and my kids and stuff for some of this. And sometimes I think it's warranted. And other times I sit and thinking like that, that wasn't worth it, you know, but I think most creatives will say that, you know, you do what you can, when you can, however you can to make it right and make it what you want it to be. And we're almost there. You know, I was talking to my wife the other day. I said, we're, we're so close to being like taking that next huge step. We're so close. And that's why, that's why the content ownership discussion came up again is like, if we can all just own our own little part of the content and, you know, give like 10 or 15% more effort, to this one thing or the, these two things over here, or I, this, I think we have what it takes to be the next kind of big quote unquote influencer group, you know? And I think we've approached it a different way than others. You know, my, I know a lot of people disagree with this too, but I don't, I, I know people in the industry and like, I've gotten free codes for things before and stuff, but like, I've kind of taken the stance on like, I don't want free stuff because I don't want it to influence the way I talk about things. And I feel like that makes our show more genuine and we're playing games with people. Right. Like I get, I sent everybody that big list of people that work at all these different companies, um, that spreadsheet and, you know, for interviews or contacts or whatever. And that's something that I found and got help building for years. But like, you know, I, I keep in contact with some people, but like, I'm not like begging them for codes anymore, you know, or, or working with PR because of that reason. I think it makes us more genuine. And if people want to reach out for codes, I'm not stopping anybody, but I just, for me personally, that's kind of where I'm at with that too. And I think it makes our content better 
to do it that way because I feel like it's more relatable content if you're playing with your fans too. So you mentioned the book club mm-hmm. and while you were talking about all this, it kind of made me think, so in addition to the book club style podcast, what's your favorite kind of content to discuss? For Dis- you? Favorite content to discuss? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like what kind of, like if you, if you were given a podcast or I said, Hey Corey, you have an hour to talk about whatever you want or interview whoever you want. What would the format look like? Would you want to talk about a particular game? Would you want to talk about real life situations? Would you want to talk about industry news? I'm actually a big fan of like the three and four hour giant industry news slash whatever <laughs> podcast. And that's like maybe one day when we're bigger, that's what the Bossers podcast will turn into. That's not happening anytime soon. So everybody just, you know, relax or I don't know. <laughs> But, like, the Giant Bombcast used to be my favorite podcast. And then now I listen, the the one podcast that I listened to was like four, four and a half hours. And it's my favorite podcast. It is, an, it is non-negotiable. I will not miss this podcast or its supplemental podcast every week. It's the only Patreon I subscribe to. Besides, you know, besides my, well, we subscribe to it. And investing. Yeah. (laughs) We're investing in in our own podcast. (laughs) Um, So, and I can already feel a lot of people rolling their eyes or whatever, but uh, Last Stand Media is one of the, is the Patreon that I subscribe to. And I think it is the best source of video game news mixed with banter, mixed with, you know, jokes. And sometimes they're inappropriate. Sometimes they're not, you know, it's just, it's, to me, it is the best podcast available right now. And that show goes on anywhere between three and a half and five hours. It's uh, Their main show is, is called Sacred Symbols. It's a PlayStation podcast. It's led by uh, ex-IGN PlayStation senior writer Colin Moriarty. And uh, he also co-founded Kind of Funny until he was uh, canceled for making a joke on the internet. But you know, whatever. Um, it wasn't, I don't think it was that bad. It's nothing you wouldn't see on like married with children or two and a half men or, you know, any CBS sitcom in the last 40 years. Um, his joke was, so his joke on the internet was it was national women's day. And the, the girl he was dating at the time had to work on national women's day. And in the more that morning when she left, he said, ah, uh, Day of Peace and Quiet, National International Women's Day was the tweet. And that was it. And he got, you know, he resigned from the company that he co-founded. And then he started this out of that and whatever. It's a, it's an interesting story. Whether you like Colin or not, don't care. I do. Um, but that pot, that series of podcasts that he runs is like not, it's a non-miss for me every week. And so that would be kind of like the the ideal type of podcast that I would do would be like a long form. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's answer a bunch of listener questions. Let's talk about news. Let's talk about rumors, you know, kind of like a, I mean, I know that sounds generic, right? But like, again, it's about the people and the personalities that mesh together that make the podcast. It's not the structure of the podcast. 
So I think that's what I would do with like us, you know, and I'm trying to kind of reform. This is kind of how I want Boss Rush Presents and Boss Rush Podcasts to coincide is kind of how I'm trying to focus this year too is like, okay, well, Sacred Symbols is once a week, but they also do Sacred Symbols Plus twice a week, which is, you know, they either do interviews or book clubs or sales numbers or, you know, various other things every week after for like an hour and a half on their supplemental shows. And I think that's just an awesome way to provide content for people. And you can get like, I've kind of focused our Patreon around that structure too. It's really simple. $1 gets you all the bonus content. $5 is like, you know, you get access to their discord and stuff like ours is a little different, but it's kind of focused on that. I feel like I'm rambling, but, uh, you know, that's kind of like what I envision us doing at some point if we ever grow bigger. You know, is having like a long form podcast with some supplemental podcasts and, you know, maybe like a bonus show. They also have an Xbox podcast called Defining Duke that they have like a separate team do for them. Um, but, you know, that's kind of like the idea, I guess. Sorry, that was a really long winded way to get around that, but. You, know. you were passionate about it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and to that effect too, like I just, I, I think we have the talent to do that, you know, and, and the, the minds that create things here can, we can be bigger than, than we are now. If we just like really focus and, and, and do what we love to do and, and be passionate about it, you know? And that's the goal this year is just to grow and be passionate and be good to everybody and do what we want to do. You know, at the end of the day, that's what, that's what we want to do is it's do what we want to do here. And if it's not working, then we'll figure it out. You know, we've figured it out before and we'll figure it out again. If we need to, you know, if something happens, you know, let's hope not, but if something happens to like you and you need to take a hiatus, you know, like we'll figure it out. If I need to take a hiatus, I hope we can figure it out. If Ed needs to take a break from power block, we'll figure, you know, we'll figure all this stuff out. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the situation is like, Figure it out. It'll get done. We'll just figure it out. But at the end of the day, I want everybody to enjoy what they're doing. And if that ever stops, I I want them to stop. Because if you're not enjoying it, then you don't need to be doing it. And it's not a, it's that's not a, I don't want you here. It's a, you know, your happiness and your well-being is probably the most important thing you should be attending to and not a podcast that you're not enjoying. So, which I've heard that come out of your mouth a couple times, but you know, it's true. It's true. Um, I mean, I think, I think some people know this cause I announced it in the discord, but I am taking a hiatus from talk the walk. Yeah. In addition to, um, boss rush with one V ones. I, I help a lot with another Zelda podcast. I'm the editor of the blogs and a co-producer. David and I meet once a week and plan things and I 
within the last year, year and a half, I've gotten involved with Read Only Magazine as a contributor, and then I offered to help edit. And that's where my passion is a lot, um, magazines and writing. And that's that's a little bit more manageable than, say, you know, Boss Rush is daily, whereas Read Only Magazine is quarterly. So I love Talk the Walk, but I was, I don't know if I told you this, Corey, but I was like, you know, I'm not really playing as many games as I would like to. Yeah, we, and, had, we had that conversation. And, you know, I kind of told Ed, I'm like, you know, you're going to kind of take over Talk the Walk and really like, we need to find a passionate panel to do this because, you know, Celeste needs a break. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, I didn't. I think video games started to feel like if I had played the game that we were reviewing on my time and let me know if you feel this way and I'm interested if listeners have felt this way. Um, if I've played the game before and I love it because it causes me to discover games, but if I've played the game before, like on my own time, because I really wanted to play it, it comes from a place of authenticity. And then when it feels like a homework assignment, you're playing it through a different lens. Mm. If that makes sense. No, it, it totally does. I've been, I've actually been doing that with uh, God of War recently, and I felt, I feel like I'm forcing myself to play it because, I mean, one of two reasons, I guess. One is like, you know, obviously everybody says it's great. I don't think it's that great. I'm actually kind of bored with it. But also, I've, been, <laughs> I'm playing it because I've been invested in Kratos' story for 20 years. And like, I want to see like <laughs> 20, I, it's, it's been 20 years. 2005 was the first game. Wow. So 18. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, and God of, God of War 2 is a top 10 game for me of all time. So, you know, I'm, I'm invested. I, I feel a little less invested. I didn't, I mean, I didn't really care for the last one either, but. You know, I kind of feel like I have to see it through, but it, it does, it feels like homework and there's a hundred other games I'd rather be playing. I've, I would rather be playing Disney Dreamlight Valley than God of War. Like that's where I'm at right now. And I don't know why, cause I'm not really a farming life sim person, but Disney Dreamlight Valley has its hooks in me and it's incredibly simple to, to just pick up and play. And it's not like, it doesn't feel like the way the Animal Crossing did where like I feel like I have to turn this on every day to get my you know mm, my special mm-hmm. things Your chores and, out. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'll turn it on, you know, once or twice a week and I'll take out the the purple spiky plants that infest the the island and I'll go do one or two tasks for one of the other characters on the island and then I'll turn it off, you know, and it's really fun and my daughter designed the character my character and that was really fun. And then I tweaked some things because, uh, you know, it, my daughter is four and, you know, she wanted them to wear a, a princess gown with a jean jacket with, you know, Mickey Mouse shoes. And it was all, you know, <laughs> pretty imagine every flavor of the ice cream. It's basically the, the kid from Big Daddy yeah. is what it is, you know, just pan on your head and whatever. Uh, but like that's. I've really, especially over like Christmas break where I've actually got to play a lot of games, I found myself playing a lot of different games that people either didn't play or thought weren't very good. And I'm like, I'm just like really into like playing what, you know, and, and 
that's something I'm focusing on this year too, is like, I'm playing what I want to play. I don't care what the, you know, if there's a hot new game out right now that everybody's talking about, I'm just going to like play what I want to play. And yeah, I'll play games that come out this year. Right. Like I'm re- like I said earlier, I'm really looking forward to Hogwarts legacy and Zelda. I'll definitely play those fire emblems. Great. But like, I don't know. I, the other night I played Fortnite with my nephews and they're like getting a huge kick out of it. And it was fun because they were enjoying it. Not, you know, not that I'm like a big Fortnite fan or anything, but like just playing with them and watching their joy. It was like, man, this is like, this is what video games used to be about. And I thought about writing something, but then I realized I didn't have a lot of time, but like writing something of like, not, we're so caught up in this age where everything has to be a piece of content. Everything has to be put on the internet. You know, even, even something as small as like screenshots from a switch game you're playing, let's post them on Twitter so everybody can see what we're doing. And it's like, Oh, we just used to sit down in front of the Nintendo 64 and turn on Ocarina of Time and just try to smash our head against the coffee table. Cause the water temple was too hard. Like that, that was the extent of it, you know? And, and, that's a good one. Yeah. I think I'm glad you brought that up because when Tears of the Kingdom comes out, I, I've joked with David Geisler. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be absent for like a month and a half. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't I don't want spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm I also don't like to I personally don't read reviews of games until after I've played them. Yeah. I don't want I want to go in completely oblivious. I want to go in with a fresh mind and completely ignorant of anything and just have that fresh experience because Breath of the Wild, I just—it's it's a special it's game. Special, yeah. It's special. Um, and I wasn't doing any kind of podcasting or content creation except, you know, writing poetry or something on my own. But I, uh, I remember having Sundays or Saturdays if I had free time, just playing it for eight hours mm-hmm. straight with my boyfriend watching it and coming home from work, and that's what I would do. And I, I want to capture that. <coughs> with tears of the kingdom yeah and i mean to that i haven't i haven't read a review since i i don't remember if if i see something if i see a video on a game that i think looks interesting you know i'll probably play it at some point um you know obviously some of that stuff changes because of nintendo power block i'll play most of nintendo's first party stuff just so i can have an opinion on it on power block or you know Xbox has made it so easy because of Game Pass for most of the games that all the games that Xbox puts out. But then, you know, there's a lot of great experiences like Outriders last year is an, is a game that um, a lot of people were like, no, mm, it's fine. It's OK. And it, it, it was two years ago, two years ago, 2021. And it came to Game Pass and I would have never played it because all I saw on Twitter was like, this game's weird. This game sucks, mm. you know. And it ended up being like my game of the year because it was so fun. I was like, "What? what's wrong with this game? This game's awesome, you know? And I would have never played it if it weren't for Game Pass to the point where like I ended up just buying the game and the expansion because I wanted to support the developers and tell them that I enjoyed their game, you know? And I, I anyways, game, game Pass makes it really easy and... Uh, to to play newer games and um, you know Nintendo is just Nintendo. They always put out great games that are interesting in one way or another. You know whether you're interested in it or not, that's a different story. But the games are interesting nonetheless. You know even that 
Kirby game that everybody loved last year, like was interesting to an extent, you know? So yeah, you have to do what brings you joy. And I tell that to Corey very often. Life is very probably short. once a week. <laughs> well, um, Hmm. I, one of one of my friends almost passed away last year and then you know, he's fine now and then I learned last week a friend I hadn't seen in about six years passed away last summer um we didn't have a falling out or anything just you know life happened and mm-hmm. just like if we would have seen each other we would have picked up where we left off but it just sometimes you don't want those things to happen but those things occur and they remind you that time really is precious and if you're not look we're all gonna have to do stuff we don't want to do at times absolutely but when you do have that time yeah protect it it's precious to you so i i'm happy you're doing that Corey. it's it's also healthy it's healthy because i i will tell you my my problem is if i'm doing something that stresses me out um i internalize and i become resentful Mm-hmm. And it leaks into other areas very insidiously. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that person. So Yeah. I really don't want to be that person either. I so twenty twenty three and it's the last fault. But like I <laughs> I'm Thank going you. to focus on w- the things that I want to do to an extent. Now, granted, I still have to kind of run this like a company and I'm gonna still gonna have to do things that I don't want to do because that's how companies work. But in terms of the content, right. I'm going to focus on what I want to do, what I want to make things really reestablish what some of the content means. You know, what does it mean to listen to the boss rush podcast every week? Well, you're going to get, you know, some sort of combination of me, Leron, Stephanie, and a guest talking about stuff that we want to talk about, you know, and that's what it's going to be. And, and sometimes, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a week early on Patreon, but like I'm trying to have a good mix of topical discussion, like the Xbox showcase that was last week we talked about on a recent episode and things that are evergreen topics, you know? And then the goal is to clip out each topic as its own video for YouTube you know, to try to draw new listeners and whatever. And I've, I've really discovered a really easy way to do that with this new editing stuff that I've been testing out and having, having templates and blueprints for this stuff also makes that stuff really easy. But, uh, you know, I want each topic to really kind of stand on its own. And, and, you know, if you were just to find this video, like, Oh, this is an interesting topic. Oh, this is a podcast. Let's listen to the podcast. And I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to find new ways to grow, but grow organically and grow the brand or the podcast in a way that isn't annoying, I guess you would say. Uh, authentically. Yeah. So that's what that's the word that comes to my mind. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. So that's that's where that's where I'm at. I also have done a few let's plays recently on the youtube channel it's just it's just a thing called let's play games and i don't know some of them are an hour and a half some of them are 30 minutes and it's like well this has been really refreshing to revisit games or try new games or just show people what games are on game pass or you know i played the first three levels of goldeneye 
because it came out on Xbox and Switch. And I was like, oh, well, this is like, <laughs> this is just like back in the day. And then I turned it off after three levels. I was like, I got my fill. That game was neat, <laughs> you know? And then, but then I turned around and played uh, Hi-Fi Rush, which was that new game that Xbox put out last week that is incredible. And I would have never played it if it wasn't on Game Pass. And I played the first, I played the first hour as a let's play and now like i'm itching to go back and like after we're done recording i'm going to go play some of it because it's so unique and incredible and i like that's the thing about game passes like i just i know i'm super off topic but that's what i like about game passes like there's so many interesting things on there that nobody would ever think about buying but the fact that it's on game pass it it's really enticing to just oh i'll download that or i'll play it through the cloud you know and and see if it's worth downloading you know and 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 you got stuff like persona on there now and final fantasies on there now and all of microsoft's first party stuff which i know a lot of people have opinions on but you know like the entire gear saga is on there which i love and halo and oblivion and skyrim and doom and wolfenstein and like uh, it's just I don't know. Game Pass is incredible. It's an incredible thing. <laughs> well, you seem excited to talk about it, so I'm excited that I'm excited for you. I'm excited you have this to look forward to. Yeah, and you know, I, I those are the things I kind of want to focus on. And like I said, there's going to be a lot of interesting and new things. Hopefully, uh, the last thing. Oh, speaking of pipeline stuff, the last major thing, Laurent and I are planning is a major game awards style show that we're preparing. We're already working on it. It's called it's called The Bossies. And they're the Boss Rush Game Awards for 2023 and it's going to premiere in the first week of January next year as a video. We don't know if it's going to be a half hour long or 3 hours long, but we're really taking the time to record games that we find interesting come up with interesting categories come up with interesting ways to talk about these games the way that like you know jeff Keeley's game awards is they're they're fine but nobody watches them for the awards they watch them for the the announcements and the trailers and stuff and so that's something what we are doing and taking really seriously this year there's already a big doc with full of games so Get ready. <laughs> well, well, Corey, how can listeners support you and support, support Boss Rush? Uh, well, you can subscribe to... There's, there's quite a few ways, but you can you can follow Boss Rush Podcast and Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network on Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to the Boss Rush Podcast. I tell you to subscribe to Nintendo Power Block, but you probably already are because that show just is self-sufficient at this point. Um if you listen to the Boss Rush podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star rating or a nice review. Um, it really helps with discoverability. If you want all of our podcasts a, a week or two early, you can go to Patreon, patreon.com slash Boss Rush Media. Um, we have a bunch of different tiers, but you can get all of our podcasts early for just a dollar a month. Uh, you can also go to bossrush.net and check out all the content uh, there that, the writing team and David and Stephanie and everybody else that's involved are doing. Um, you can also watch our podcast there if you really want to. Um, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
there's a lot of ways that it we're we are in so many places it's hard to keep up that's why we pre-recorded the intros and outros now um that's a, that was another big piece of feedback a lot of people sent was like they really enjoyed the pre-recorded intro and outro because it saves a lot of time and it makes the discussion sound more natural during the show when we don't have to stop and say, well, let's plug our Patreon. So, mm. um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, phosphorus.net, phosphorus podcast, patreon.com slash phosphorus media. Those are the places you can go to support us if you want. And, you know, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to pay on Patreon. You can just listen to our podcast on your normal podcast feed. Um, yeah. Wow. You've been busy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that I don't, people don't see that I work that I've been working on. And, you know, it's it's going to be a big year, I think, for us. I, I'm I, I really, truly think that this year is going to be a big year for us in terms of growth and expanding and doing cool things. So. Yeah. Just remember to take care of yourself. I am. Everyone listening. I'll be in bed within the next four hours. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Corey, thank you for letting me have the opportunity to sit with you. Um, I know we've done a 1v1, and this is kind of like a little update. And I've been able to enjoy the Boss Rush podcast with you and After Dark here and there. So this was fun. Yeah. I'm probably going to talk to you again tomorrow through a text message or something. Probably. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Celeste and I have a very open communication portal that we just, (laughs) what do you think about this? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Our cable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, but you know, this was, this was fun. I'm never on this end of it. You know, I never like, you know, being interviewed or talked to, you know, I mean, Power block, it's just me and Ed BSing, you know, it's not like a proper thing. So it's, it's cool. It's weird. It's fun, but, uh, I'm glad we're doing this. Uh, a boss rush extra will probably pop up on feeds once a month, at least. Uh, I'm going to try to do something interesting and different once a month. That's what this, that's actually what boss rush extra is, is me doing something different and weird. Um, Obviously, like Celeste can talk to me and interview me again in six months if she really wants to for one of these. But you know what I mean? Like the, this, the point of Boss Rush Extra is, is to encourage me to do something new and different that I want to do or try, which is ex- which is exactly what Boss Rush Network is meant to do is encourage people to do something new and different and try something. And so this is just that for me, for me, so... Thank you, Corey. This was this was great. Thank you for taking time. And you got to go play Hi-Fi Rush now. I, I got to do something. Uh, <laughs> no, what I have to do is finish these scheduling spreadsheets and figure out the calendar for the next two months. That's that's really what I'm going to go to. So please play some Hi-Fi Rush. I might. We'll see. We have to. Everyone, thank you for listening to this. I know it's a little different from a typical one v one, but you can find our other interviews on bossrush.net you can go to bossrushmedia.net is that correct uh bossrush.net bossrushmedia.com or all the interviews are also on the boss rush podcast feed and they're all labeled interview <laughs> so or 1v1 you can't miss them yeah can't miss them 
but and you can fo- you can follow both of us on Twitter. I'm at FairyCrypt. Yeah, and I'm at I am Corey HD. And Celeste, I don't thank you enough for all the work that you do. You do a lot of good things and interesting things, and the interviews are great. So thank you for all all of everything. Really, thank you for letting me be a part of this and. I'm looking forward to the day you let me edit the episode so I can mm-hmm. take that off your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first, everyone. So. Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. The Boss Rush Podcast is a product of Boss Rush Media LLC and is recorded from our headquarters in Akron, Ohio. This show is produced, written, and directed by me, Corey Dierig. My co-hosts are Stephanie Klimov, Laurent Dawkins, and Edward Varnell. You can find Stephanie at Klimov underscore author on Twitter and Instagram, as well as on the EXP cast. You can find Laurent at Exodus803 on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, and also on Crossroads, the video game podcast. You can find Edward at that retro code on Twitter and Instagram, as well as hosting Nintendo Powerblock. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Corey in HD and find me hosting Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast, and co-hosting Nintendo Powerblock. Find the Boss Rush podcast on all social media platforms at Boss Rush Podcast. You can also follow Boss Rush Media and the Boss Rush Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Boss Rush Network Discord and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.